0: hey hey welcome back to rabbit hole research i'm your host kevin mauer i want to thank you once again for joining me here and uh, i'd like to say i do appreciate your comments and uh, all your positive messages of encouragement i appreciate that uh, today, uh, I'm going to be talking about a little-known group of fencers that we see written about, uh, but evidence for them is uh, rather scant. We've got to make some assumptions here and maybe form some theories based on research. And I'm talking about the Lux Bruder. So, uh, as a recap to my two previous episodes where I talked about uh, two officially uh, privileged, known uh, fencing guilds, From the 16th through 18th century, the first was the Marksbruder, and uh, they had received privileges in 1487, and they dominated uh, for over a century, teaching the fencing arts, certifying masters, and then uh, ultimately another group would be given imperial privilege, uh, and that was the Federfester, who in 1607 had uh, also received some imperial privileges. Uh, Yet we see this third group existing alongside of both of them and yet nothing uh, in the form of official or imperial privileges were granted to them and and in fact history uh, seems to indicate that they were outside the norms of proper fencing uh, that they were improper fencers somehow they were they were contrary to the honorable order of fencers Um, they couldn't become masters they weren't allowed to hold feck they were cruel and brutal In some Schulen there are examples of that. Um, And they would go against both privileged guilds. Uh, So, in other words, they were the anti-establishmentarians of the time uh, when it came to the monopoly of uh, the other imperial-approved fencing guilds. Um, But I've discovered some interesting things about them we want to talk about. Uh, In particular, there are several variations of spelling of their name. Um, with the Marx Bruder and the Federfester, we see a standardized way, uh, that they spelled their names. Um, yet from the 16th to the 20th century, we see the name Lux Bruder as being spelled with, uh, several variations. And I, and I think in that it's, uh, telling. Um, I don't know. We'll see what you think. Uh, so I formed this theory from a lot of research I've done about this and, and it comes down to actual word choice or word usage. Uh, much of the, Written evidence I've found seems to use the spelling as Lux, L-U-X, or L-U-C-H-S, Lux, Bruder, Lux, Brother. Uh, when we see the legitimate guild or artisans, uh, trades guilds, workers, uh, forming, um, one in particular, there was a legitimate trades guild, uh, an artist guild, uh, formed in 1559 in Solothurn, uh, present day Switzerland, and, um, and they were the Luke, Lucas Bruder there. Uh, and so in previous episodes, I, I talked about the trades and artisans' guilds and fencing guilds as having chosen a patron saint. Um, and in 1559, uh, there was a guild formed from artists and painters. They were known as the Lucas Bruder. So many 15th, uh, 16th century German trades guilds, artisans' guilds, Um, Even the fencing guilds had chosen their patron saint, and oftentimes those saints were known for a particular craft or vocation uh, that the guild shared with them. So, for instance, the shoemakers had as their patron saint St. Crispin, who was known to be a shoe cobbler. Uh, The carpenter's guild had St. Joseph the carpenter, and, of course, the artisans and painters had as their patron St. Luke, the iconographer, who is said to have painted the first icon of the Blessed Mother, from a first-hand representation. And yet nowhere in the known history of St. Luke the Evangelist is any mention of him having had a contrary nature. Uh, if one's to believe that a 16th or 17th century sword fencer who sought to, against, to, to go against the established fencing rules of the times would be called a Lucas then there would need to be some evidence to support why St. Luke was... Uh, was considered their say, their patron saint for being cruel or contrary, and we just don't see that about Saint Luke. So, um, what we do see, though, and what I found is the word "lukes," uh, the the spelling of it, L-U-X, and also L-U-C-H. We see that more than Lucas, L-U-C-K-A-S, like Saint Lucas. L-U-C-K-A-S, Lucas Bruder. We see that as this Solitern Painters Guild. But uh, with the other mentions of Lukas Bruder, we see L-U-X or L-U-C-H-S. And that word is roughly translated to mean a wild cat, like a lynx, with spots on it and the pointed ears, you know, a very small... Cat, a much feared creature, sneaky, without honor in its ways. It was considered um, a lying cat, a cat that would lie. So uh, many words sprung off, the many meanings sprung off that word. Luxen, lugen to lie. You're a liar. And then uh, lynx. Um, so do we see that word Lucasbruder used in relation to these fencers, or do we always see the word Bruder, L-U-X? Uh, we're going to look at that here, and I have some examples from historical sources that may help us to understand this a little bit better. I'll read some of my translations from this, uh, maybe give us some better understanding. So some historians wrote about them as being members of, of, of a guild or a group, and then some historians wrote about them as being a type of fencer. Uh, so we'll look into both of those claims and try to try to come to some conclusions Um the 18th and 19th century German historians wrote about this group as predominantly a type of fencer, rather than belonging to an official fencing guild. Um, so again, these uh, fencers, these Luxbüter, existed alongside the two officially privileged fencers. Um, we don't see their name appearing prior to the uh, late mid to late 16th century, uh, and then after that on into the 18th, and there's some interesting variations And things we'll discuss about that. Um, it's, it's, it's for certain that they could not certify masters. That's plainly stated by many of the uh, historical mentions. That's a consistent thing, consistent theme there with them. Um, what is not clear though is whether their patron saint, if they had one at all, was Saint Luke or, or, or what. So let's, uh, let's look at a few sources here I've found. Um, This is from a 1752 works by Abraham Kessner in his work titled Collections of Historical and Geographical Curiosities, and I quote, uh, he said, there is another sort of fencer known as the Luxbrüder. These have neither uh, Lehrbrief, uh, apprentice certificate, they have neither royal privileges or even uh, a closed society, nor captains among themselves, but they must be at a school that's held by one of the two official guilds, either the Marksbruder or the Federfester, uh, and to compete against them and um, to be introduced as a Luxbruder so that they could fight there. Now, if one of those Luxbruder frequents the fighting grounds, uh, he has to deal with both brotherhoods at the school through all the weapons. Uh, Meanwhile, however, when the school is opened up and the fencers will be reminded of what is forbidden, all eye-stabbing, arm and leg-breaking, no thrusting to the groin, etc., the latter, Luke Spruder, on the other hand, was freed from such insidious means during the school and consequently did not use any pure thrusts or strikes according to a fair fencing manner. Thus, such a man is not regarded as prejudicial or virtuous, but rather regarded as a cruel and treacherous lux. So even such a member is not admitted if in both societies one is struck to the rank of master. However, a luxe brooder can come from all crafts and professions if they want to be subordinate out of desperate and cruel minds with both brotherhoods. Uh, so neither are they capable with the feather or the sword, nor are they really among the two privileged groups. For example, a luxe-bruder may not hold a school or similar nightly exercise, uh, nor can anyone as such become a master or be approved. So he can attend a school, but after the school, it says here he must renounce um, to favor the favor of both societies, and then rejoin his former company established by him at the beginning of the open-ended fencing school so he announced his his uh being a luksbruder was allowed to fence they probably watched these guys carefully and uh, wouldn't allow them to batter anybody that was a no-no in the factual anyways no matter who you were so that's a little that's a little odd there from 1752 but it's revealing and it's consistent about them not being able to be masters and having to attend a school that uh, a fencing school a fencing event that was held by the Marx-Bruder or Federfester. Uh, here's one some of you may know from Egerton Castle, on his schools in, uh, from his schools and masters of fence from the Middle Ages to the 18th century. Um, all the most celebrated masters of the art arose from either of these communities, the Marx-Bruder or the Federfester. There are notices, however, of another society, Lux-Bruder. The Fraternity of Saint Luke, but little is known about it. It was one of those associations which never gathered sufficient strength to compete against the Marx-Bruder. Uh, the Lukebruder are not heard of later than the fifteenth century, but it is believed that from them are descended the so-called Klopffechter. These were a, spe- a species of gladiators who, until as late as the beginning of the seventeenth century, wandered from fair to fair and displayed their skill in prize fights a purpose for which they were often engaged by great lords on festive occasions uh, i disagree there with uh, with mr egerton castle on several uh, accounts uh, they were seen they were heard of later than the 15th century and the fact that he said they were from the fraternity of st luke there there may be no there may be no evidence um no written evidence found that can prove that. We've we've seen nothing, and even other historians have not. So uh, you heard the word Klopfester. Who were these Klopfester? There's a, a special mention of them made, and I think a lot of the confusion around this group uh, has to do with that word Klopfester. Uh, originally 15th century, 16th century, these were spielleute, or play people, entertainers, ...that would travel from fair to fair. They would wander throughout the uh, Holy Roman Empire, uh, specifically Germany... ...plying their trade of entertainment. Uh, and They, they had many different, many different ways to do that. And we'll see from more written evidence that somehow... ...these, these Luxbrüder um, evolved into that Klopfester... ...or that that word was then attributed to them somehow... Um, So, there's an interesting story I discovered and translated and wrote an article about. It's on my website, mffgresearch.com. Shameless plug here, mffgresearch.com. I have an article there that uh, details a story about a a fencing master from around 1619 in Wittenberg, University of Wittenberg, he was a prof- he was a professor there, uh, hired to teach fencing, and um, in that story, in that translation, uh, the word Luxbruder is used, and it's almost a clear definition. These are or this is an original source written in 1619. This history about him, and there was a there was a suit filed, an insult suit filed by the barber and dance master Georg Albrecht against. Uh, master Martin Kruger, who was a certified master of the long sword of the feather, uh, his trade was a cloth cutter, cloth shearer. Uh, he, Kruger was then able to present his um, letters of letters of uh, cert- certification, confirmation, his apprenticeship papers uh, that he was part of this uh, officially approved fencing guild. But Albrecht, the dance master, was unable to produce any proof of his honestly learned art. Um, and at that hearing before the academic senate in the university in uh, march of 1620 there were many witnesses testified in favor of uh, master martin kruger of the master of the longsword and therein they're referring to the dance master georg albrecht as a luke spruder they simply i mean these are written evidence of their of their testimony uh, these were transcriptions of their testimony that Martin had spoken evil of the Lucas Bruder, uh, he did not. Uh, a second that he had been present when the Lucas Bruder called out Martin and scolded and challenged him. Martin apologized and said he didn't want to fight him. Um, the Lucas Bruder did not want to leave. Um, they had heard the Lucas Bruder had provoked uh, the master of the longsword to, to come and fight so I mean, there, they're, it's, it's they're, they're using that word. These original six in sixteen, eighteen, sixteen, nineteen. They're basically using that word, and we can find a, an easy definition of that. This was a, this was a dance master and a and a member of the barbers guild, who was pissed off that the master of the longsword came in there and started teaching fencing. Uh, he took offense to that and and tried to make uh, uh, claims of improper behavior about Martin Kruger, um, and yet that dance master was known as the Luxbrüder. So there, there's an interesting um, possibility for a definition of what a Luxbrüder was um, even in, in the early 17th century. So here in um, Hubner's Encyclopedia in 1722, uh, it says the fencers were divided into... Uh, The Federfester and the Markspruder. And if one of them opens a school to fence against both parties, he is called a Lukspruder. So, and if one of them opens a school. So, if one of the Markspruders or one of the Federfesters opened a school that was not a Markspruder or a Federfester school... um, then he was called a Luxbruder, so sort of a traitor to his own fencing guild. I'm not sure that would have happened and couldn't see a reason why. But Hubner's uh, Encyclopedia goes on to say, the word "Klopffechter" was probably a- applied to them by others as a mocking name, where Klopfen is understood as fencing with more noise than art. Uh, and these fencers, these Klopffechter, traveled through the country as wandering craftsmen, and let themselves be seen with their arts. Uh, this is the origin of the expression festengehen, to go fencing, For the wandering and begging of craftsmen, vagabond students resigned soldiers. Um, however, when their reputation declined, all three groups were called klopfester, and together they were, they were known as jugglers, tightrope walkers, bagpipe players, comedians, fire eaters, Body villains, clubfester, feather fencers, and fencers, and uh, Goethe often uses clubfester figuratively and speaks, for example, of dialectical clubfesten. And in in Adelung, a uh, a German word book, it explains that the literary clubfester is a writer who is ready to argue it at any time. So even then, in 1722, there was a, a contrary nature. Uh, assigned to that word in Klopfester. So once again, maybe this word uh, Luxbrüder started out uh, one way and started to change uh, etym- etymologically. I think there was an evolution going on um, there with this word. Here's another source that's very, very interesting. This is by Joseph Ott in the 1850s. In his book, History of Dueling of All Peoples and Times, he says... There is still a third party called, namely, the Luxbruder, which according to several writers derived their name from St. Luke and formed a fencing guild, which stood in very low reputation. The old gymnastics master, Friedrich Jan, is of the same opinion about the Luxbruder. He says, whoever did not follow the customs and manners of the regular fencers' guilds, who did not deal with pure cuts and thrusts and strikes, according to the honest fencer's way, was considered unfit, and not in accordance with the guild, but was regarded as a foolish and cruel lux, that lynx, uh, that cat, peeping cat, and was called a lux A lux could not be admitted to any fencing society, was not allowed to hold a fencing school, or engage in other practices as an instructor. And the regular fencing societies did not allow the Luxbrüder to compete with them often. In general, it is assumed that the Klopfester descended from the Luxbrüder, who in previous centuries roamed around fairs and let themselves be seen with their fencing skills for money, and were also hired by the great lords at weddings and other festivities for the amusement of the company. Uh, There were also knocking fencers, these Klopfester, and wrestlers at the courts during whose exercises breaking arms and legs was not uncommon now i'm more inclined to agree with friedrich jan's assessment of them uh, as this man jan was was on par with wassmansdorf and others uh, in that time um, with the with regard to the accuracy of their opinions about the earlier fencing arts and cultural history some of these writers of early histories I, I'm not so sure about but when you read a a name like Friedrich Jan who is rather famous in uh, in the world of gymnastics and and even fencing um, albeit in the 18th century um, still he probably had a uh, a better idea of what they were and now finally we have some written evidence that they were seriously anti-religious as well they were According to this article I'm going to read you, they, they seem to be anti-God, which is, which is hard to believe. But uh, here from a work in 1706 uh, uh, published in Augsburg. Uh, it's a religious work by Leontus Wolff. And that book is about uh, describing different acts of spiritual righteousness. And, of course, that book includes acts that were not so righteous. And this is where I found this um, description of the Luke's Bruder. Uh, And again, it's spelled L-U-C-H-S and not Lucas Bruder like St. Luke. So the Luke Bruders are also so-called fencers and pretend that they are God's friend and the enemy of all other fencers. Then they fence with all other fencers, the gentlemen of the Mark Spruder and Federfester in all weapons, and they fight for the victorious crowned wreath. But the Luke Bruders who fence and fight against God, whom they do not want to recognize, against his commandments, whom they do not want to keep, against the Holy Church, which they deny, and against its creed, which they despise. Uh, They thus want to live according to their own sense, in lust, and only enjoy the present. These Luke's brothers are God's enemy, and friends to all whores and scoundrels. So um, it was written by a man whose father was a faithful Marx-Bruder, and he himself was also a Mark booter, So it does seem like he's talking about a specific group as opposed to just a type of bad fencer that he encountered. Or maybe it was a whole group of bad fencers that this guy encountered. Uh, it's just hard to believe that even in 1706 or, or, or earlier that, that there were uh, that there was that much anti-God sentiment. Uh, that would exist in a in a hugely Christian society. I mean, they were they were burning heretics uh, for much less than that. Uh, just not long before this, and there was accusations of witchcraft and whatnot there. So it's difficult to believe that one, but it's just interesting to hear that uh, that they were friends to all whores and scoundrels. Hmm. Whatever the case, I think uh, history has recorded. Uh, this quote unquote third group of fencers and, and yet they never, they never received any imperial privileges. And from all accounts, it sounds like they were simply fencers who were outside the norms of, of the two other privileged groups. Um, I also believe that there's some, uh, again, there's some evolution within the etymology of the German language, uh, taking place here. That word, uh, Luxbruder and maybe in the 16th century it was a derisive term a name calling and then in the 17th and 18th century it was more of a type of fencer and then finally late uh, 17th and 18th uh, century it was an actual entertainer um so you know maybe uh maybe it had several meanings depending on the time period and 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 uh i really would seem to disagree with the fact that they with with any premise that they took their name from the patron saint uh, Saint Luke. Uh, again they they were bad they were bad bad boys. They you know, it just doesn't seem like they would take a a name like that. You'd think they would be Satan's <laughs> Satan's fencers, you know, Baelzebub, Fextures of Baelzebub or something. Not not Saint Luke, not a you know, an evangelist, an apostle. Um so maybe maybe again it the name came about because of a play of words um several historians have uh, surmised that the lying lying links lux luxen uh so German historians largely give a divided answer to that and it certainly bears more research and uh and we'll keep doing that and hopefully someday find enough evidence to form a definitive opinion Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm not certain why they were called what they were called, but they did exist, and they did practice the fencing arts. And uh, probably by 1904, many of the encyclopedias and conversation lexicons had adopted uh, the definition of Luke's as being synonymous with the meaning of the late 18th century clubfetch, or jugglers, clowns, entertainers. Uh, but they entertained with their sword arts, and they were probably pretty rowdy with it, um, and then again, it's hard to believe that the once mighty Mark Spruder and Federfester uh, had devolved into stage actors with choreographed swordplay. Uh, as one of these uh, historians said, all three groups eventually became Klubfester. I You know, I don't, I don't want to believe that. We'll have to do some more research into that too. That may be true. Who knows? It's, it's all, re- it's all worthy of our research and study, though. And uh, so I guess uh, here we are, 25 minutes. I'm going to wrap this up. I want to thank you once again for joining me here. and Please stop back and check out more of my podcast and keep those comments coming. I appreciate the positive feedback and encouragement. And um, suggestions are welcome. So I'll say once again thank you. And uh, we will catch you again soon.